0: Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host, Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hey there, Kate. hello. 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 Okay, so today we're going to talk about one key tactic to set yourself apart from your copywriting competition. Now, the good news is is that there are very few copywriters that are actually doing this. So, you don't actually have a ton of quality competition, but the bad news or at least maybe the more realistic news is that yeah, there are other copywriters out there. But this tactic is something that we teach our students to use um, and to evolve in their careers. And it's a tactic that we are going to teach all of you guys here today.
1: And comprehensive copywriting students, if you are listening and you participate in Pitchapalooza, this is coming right on the heels of Pitchapalooza. So if you didn't get a chance to work on this tactic, which I suppose we should say what it is, uh, you now have a chance. If you haven't done it for, as part of Pitchapalooza, definitely listen to this, go on your dashboard, listen to all the Pitchapalooza videos and and, and do it.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly, or if you did the work and you need to set it aside a little bit, now's a great time to pull it back out again and refresh mm-hmm. it. Or if you've been a copywriter for a while, we really are talking about this for quite a while before we really know what it we're is. Dealing. Yeah, <gasps> big build but, up. Um, if you have done the work in the past, now's a really great time to pull it out and. Take a look at it, reevaluate it, and maybe refresh it. So, what are we talking about, Kate? We're talking about USPs, Ooh. which everyone's like, "Wait, USP? What does that mean?" I still don't know what
1: that means. Yes. Uh, USP is unique selling proposition, or I know there are other,
0: other unique P terms. Yeah, unique selling point. I've also heard. Yeah. yeah, but the concept is the same.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. this is a tactic that says to clients what it is that you do that no other copywriter, in this case, copywriter, other people can use USPs as well. But in your case, as a copywriter, what you bring to the table that no other copywriter brings to the table, what is your unique thing mm-hmm. that is going to deliver value to your clients in a way that other copywriters can So this is really great for even if you're just starting out and you're like, wait, but I have no copywriting experience. Great. Uh, and if you've been doing it for a while, great. This is for everyone.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. The, the, I think that is the first panic point when people are newer to copywriting or even, you know, a year or two in they go, but there isn't anything unique about me as a copywriter, but there is because everyone, everything that we are, Today and not to get you know too too philosophical, but basically everything that we are today in our personalities and our skills, all of that is due to who we've been in the past, things that we have experienced in the past, things that we've gone through, things that have helped us helped us grow, and that is part of what makes you unique as an individual. And so that's also part of what makes you unique as a copywriter. So when we talk about your USP, and we'll give you the full formula in just a second, um, but when we talk about that, we're actually, especially for new copywriters, what we're going to have you look at is some of the experiences you've had before you were a copywriter that have made you a unique person and as such have made you a unique copywriter.
1: Yeah, so... Pause if you have to, if you're listening or watching, get out your pen and paper, your note app on your phone, wherever you want to take down notes. But that's really the first step is to start brainstorming what you've done in the past. It could be past jobs. It could be past hobbies. It could be present hobbies. It could be places you've been, people you've met, things you've done really put it all out there because I think that's when people are like, nothing's unique about me. I'm just a regular old human doing regular old things. Uh, None of us have actually taken the time to sit down and do this exercise. Uh, And it's, Maybe it feels weird, maybe it doesn't feel like anything is unique, but put it all out there. And obviously CCA students, you have the group to kind of get feedback and weigh in on. Uh, and you'll probably have 10, 12,
0: 20 people say, yes, that is unique. None of us, none of us have done that, or whatever it is. Well, but and also your experiences don't even your experiences don't even necessarily have to be unique. You could, you could find, and we'll talk about the Again, I feel like we're a lot of buildup. We'll talk about the um, the formula in just a moment, but you know your your most salient point may come from the fact that you have been raising kids for the past ten years. You know, um, it it doesn't necessarily. Yes, it's great if it can be something that is that is a little bit different, but um, if what you have learned most in your life has come from raising kids, or maybe you worked as a social worker in your previous career, or or yes, maybe you were a lion tamer. Maybe it is something a little bit more unique, but don't discount things on, as you're making this list of experiences. Um, don't discount things just because, oh, I know other people have done that. I mean, the, the world has 8 billion people in it. Good luck finding something, even lion tamers. There are probably I, the many thousands of lion tamers in the world. It might be a slight exaggeration, but still what I'm saying is even lion taming is not completely unique. Um, so make that full list and don't, don't discount anything. Now is not the time. Mm -hmm. This is just a full brainstorm list.
1: Well, and to your point, that point, as you're brainstorming, what are the insights that you've received or experienced from each of those things? So Mm -hmm. to your point being a parent, there are lots of parents that are copywriters. Sure. But what are some of your takeaways from being a parent and Mm -hmm. what are the things that you've learned and the experience that you've gained? And so make that part of your brainstorm as well for each, Mm
0: -hmm. each of the things that you're writing down. Exactly. Exactly. Because step two is to figure out what traits you have developed as in each of these experiences, you know, parenting, for example, it may be patience, it may be the ability to figure out the deeper desires of tiny little people who are not actually able to tell you what they want, but you have learned how to figure out exactly what they want or what they're thinking, or... Um,
1: You get them to clean their rooms because you're savvy at convincing them of the benefit of cleaning their room Mm -hmm. or eating their vegetables.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or, you know, Lion taming, you have learned, and again, these are you're just looking to come up with the traits. That's all we're doing in step two. So in lion taming, you may have learned how to put on a really exciting show, how to entertain an audience, how to but so for each how to not
1: get mauled by <laughs> not a lion. Get
0: mauled, uh, which doesn't come up very often in copywriting, but I'm not gonna say it's never gonna come up. Um the So for each one of the experiences that you've written down, write down a few traits that you have developed because of those experiences.
1: And so part three is really how this skill trait makes you a better copywriter, how it's going to allow you to deliver value to your clients in a way that other copywriters are not going to deliver value.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. So, you know, if you have learned to um, uncover the the deep desires in the the tiny people that you have parented in, that that trait helps you uncover the deep desires of target audiences who maybe haven't even d- discovered that they have that desire for themselves. And that makes your copy especially effective. Or if you're a lion tamer and the trait is how to put on a really, um, a really fantastic show, maybe that has to do with your skill as a copywriter to... Um, To create copy, this uh, clearly this is all off the top of our heads, but um, we will have examples in a moment. We do have examples. We do have examples. Um, But how to create copy that really catches people's attention and keeps them enthralled all the way through to the end? I pulled that one together. I was I was a little worried I wasn't going to be able to pull that one together. But so as you see, it's you you want you need to go through all three steps of the process to figure out which one is your most effective. USP. So it's, it's v- don't, don't overcomplicate this. It is very simple. A plus B equals C. One experience in the past that gave you one trait. You will notice my emphasis on one. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. So one experience that gave you one trait equals what makes you one way that you are unique, uniquely skilled as a copywriter. Now- how do people overcomplicate this? So many ways, so many ways, and I don't, I don't certainly I laugh, but that is with love because it's 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 easy to You'll overcomplicate yeah. exactly um, on top of the fact that or not on top of but likely because of we're so used to thinking in the resume. Mm-hmm. we're so used to thinking in terms of resumes, right? Where you have to pack in as much as possible and pack in as many words. And and that is not at all what your USP is about. Your USP is not the place where you want to tell people all of your experience and everything you've ever done and all of the traits you are developing, you have developed. That is not at all what your USP is. Your USP is one single point one simple single point that sets you apart and that is memorable and kind of hooks in your potential client as they read it so they go oh here's one with here I get it so they're they're unique in this way and then they will continue to read whatever else they're reading maybe it's on your about me page maybe it's in at another place on your website maybe it's in your social profile that kind of thing but it's just you're looking for a very simple, straightforward statement of one way that you are unique as a copywriter. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. You want it to be focused because otherwise people aren't going to remember it and people are going to get very, very confused very easily. And so what we mean by this is what we often see is, I want to call it a top heavy USP with points A and B being too much. And then C is really the important part. C is where you're telling the client what you're going to do for them and how that skill and experience is going to benefit the client. So C is your most important part. And it often gets completely weighed down with parts A and B, with A being, for example, uh, I earned my master's degree. And then I went and I did this job as a, a program manager. And because of that, I gained really effective communication leadership written communication, verbal communication skills that allow me to then do this for your business. And so it becomes a comma, comma, comma. If you have a bunch of commas in your, your USP, that's a good sign that maybe you have too, too many things and you need to focus on one. And so one of the best ways, and Nikki kind of hinted at this, of you might, have a, you might have to explore many different options of your USP to find the strongest one. And so you might have one that focuses on, I earned my master's degree in whatever, and that gave you whatever skill. Maybe it was not even the, the degree itself, but the process of earning that degree made you very, very focused and great at handling multiple assignments. And so as a copywriter, you're able to juggle multiple different client projects, but effectively deliver the end result. Mm-hmm. Please don't use that. But again, <laughs> this is off the cuff. Um, but the, the point is so one focused on that. And then maybe you have one as a program manager, I gained this skill and here's what that means. And so you mm-hmm. break them all out and explore each of these things. Um, maybe you go back to your childhood of, you know, I danced ballet for 15 years. And because of that, I'm very disciplined. And blah, 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 here's what that means, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second you start adding, Two, three, four things. That's when it becomes the whole formula really breaks apart and doesn't. It doesn't. The client's not even going to get to then the part that matters mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that- you're focusing on you and not them. the 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 point of the USP is not it's not about you. Um, much like many things on our website are not about us, they're about how we can add value to our clients. Yes, they're about what we've done. Um, But the point of having someone wanting to hire you and work with you is because they can see that your focus is on their business and what value you can bring to them, not I want a job and here's why I'm qualified for that job.
0: Yeah. Don't try to make the USP do something that it's not designed to do. I think a lot of people want the USP to justify all of their experience and all of the reasons that they should be hired and all of it. And that's not what the USP is for. The USP is just to give your client one simple little hook that sets you apart from the competition and gives them a reason to keep reading and or get in touch with you. It's That's all you're looking to do with your USP. You're going to have plenty of opportunities on the rest of your website, on your social media challenge, channels, wherever, to talk about all of the things that you can do for your clients and all of the ways that you can uh, benefit their businesses. That's not what the USP is for. And another mistake that we see a lot is um, People choosing the experience that they just really, really want to talk about, that they are personally so proud of that they it's just really hard not to put it on their website. For example, things like advanced degrees. Well, but I I I want people to know that I got an advanced degree. And that is awesome. You should be proud of yourself. We are impressed by you. I'm sure your family and friends are impressed by impressed by you. But if that advanced degree doesn't have anything to do with copywriting and the traits you develop through that d- advanced degree don't make you a uniquely skilled copywriter or the, or even just that's not your best USP out of all of the ones you've explored, then it doesn't make sense to put it on your website. And I know that that is painful sometimes. I know it took a lot of work to get your your master's or your PhD or something like that. But if that is not your most compelling USP, then you should not put it – you should not make it your USP. And I say most compelling because obviously as we're talking, create a bunch of different versions and evaluate them against each other. And CCA students, you know that the best place to get feedback is in the Facebook group. You can get feedback right away from students and from our coaches and from us. Um, But it's – I know, I know, it's so – so hard to not put these things that you're so proud of on your website. But remember, just because it's important to you doesn't mean it's gonna be important to your client. What matters most to your clients is what you can do for them and how well you write copy. So Mm -hmm. it might be, hey, go ahead and write USP versions of, based on all of these, these amazing things that you've done. But in terms of what is the most compelling USP, you have to judge that objectively, not based on what you want it to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My two tips for people would be A, you might need two USPs to put in different places. You might have one on your homepage, and you might have one that's slightly a riff on it on LinkedIn. Great. You might use a couple in a couple of different places. Should you choose to do so, uh, the other thing is if there's things like you want to let people know about your master's degree, and get it, spend a lot of money, put it at the bottom bottom of your about page in like a fun facts about you section because this again CCA students know the about page isn't about you. We won't get into that here. We will link in our show notes to um, we have a, a post on that about about pages, but you you want that to be If you really, really want to put it on there, you want it after all of the other good
0: information, again, that's about the client, not about you.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. So keep it simple. A plus B equals C. It should just be a simple hook. Now, should we read a couple of examples? I was going to say some examples. Yes. Yes.
1: And we should caveat this with, please do not use these. These are real student examples. Um, And granted, obviously a lot of them you're not going to have the same experience. So you can't, but really do the due diligence of digging in and really figuring out what traits you've gained from all of your own experiences, because you will come up with something of your own. That's a twist or just the the word choices you use. And it's not, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. So, and it should take you time and it should take you sleep on it. It's going to take you days, not days of doing it for eight hours. Please don't do that. That's drive anyone up a wall but you want to give yourself time and space
0: to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, and now I remembered this, and
1: Mm -hmm. it's going to take a minute.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yes, to to Kate's point, don't copy (laughs) these. You are a writer, and you need to be able to write your own stuff. But we provide these for inspiration and to illustrate the points that we've been making about keeping it simple.
1: So the first one, again, this is one. One of my favorites, and one that certainly no one can probably copy. But as a former missile launch officer in the US Air Force, I use a methodical, disciplined approach to writing that hones in on your target audience, target customers' needs, delivering powerful effects for your business. My medium of choice, once nuclear weapons, is now explosive copy.
0: Ooh, that's good. <laughs> so good. Well, and now that one was clever. Um, in addition to being effective, yes. yours does not have to be clever. That's okay. True. It can be just yeah. very simple and straightforward. And you'll see that in, in these next ones as well. Yeah.
1: So uh, obviously, you know, hones in. So using that language of a missile honing in explosive, to the copy explosive, the mm. copy, Exactly. Um, so the next one as a former international aid worker and lifelong extrovert, I know how to build strong relationships that transcend social and cultural barriers. I'll craft compelling, relatable copy that will strengthen your bonds with existing customers and take you from stranger to trusted friend with new prospects. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so even that one, I would say, you know, international aid worker and lifelong extrovert. This one works. Those are two things. And they relate to that trait of how to build strong relationships. So Mm -hmm. you could even take out the extrovert part. Exactly. Or say is a extroverted international aid worker. Mm -hmm. And that simplifies it and focuses it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, And then finally, as a nonprofit leader, I learned exactly how to inspire people to invest in lasting solutions for their community. I bring that expertise into copywriting, helping people connect with your business and invest in the solutions you offer.
0: Mm. Right. Very straightforward. It's not packing in a ton of stuff. And it's also not a background that's Totally out of the realm of, or I should say that that's that's totally completely unique. There are millions of people who work in nonprofits, but mm-hmm. the way that the way that this person chose the traits and crafted this piece of copy makes that unique trait and their unique skill as a copywriter very compelling. And again, we're not looking for, um, we're not looking to to include everything that they're good at as a copywriter. This is just one thing. It's one thing to catch your potential client's attention. And because they're simple clients, it will help clients remember them. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the same goes if you're working on these for a client to Mm -hmm. say, what is the customer going to remember? What do they need to know about this organization? Um, And if you think of our attention spans, they're They're non-existent, so you really need to focus, hone in, and make it as simple and clear as possible. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. Okay, so as we have said before and we'll say it again, writing for yourself is some of, if not the hardest writing that you will do. So if you start to dig into this and you feel like you're banging your head up against the wall it's okay. Like Kate was saying, take some notes, step away from it, come back to it. But the key is don't skip this. This is very, very important. First of all, it's important because it helps your clients understand what makes you different from the competition, which is key. But it can also be really good for us as well to actually, especially when you're newer to copywriting, to actually look and say, oh yeah, okay, you know, I'm relatively new to copywriting and I've been practicing and I've been honing my copywriting skills, but oh yeah, I do have this skill from my background that does help me, help make me a better copywriter. And that's a skill that a lot of people might not have. It can be really good for us to remember that there's a lot of value in our background outside of copywriting. Copywriting is not just about sitting down, writing some words for a client and then getting paid for it it's it's there's so much more thank goodness there's so much more involved in being a copywriter insight into target audiences being able to work with your clients being able to guide your clients through sometimes all kinds of things come into being a copywriter. And so you're gonna find that there are all kinds of things from your various the, the various experiences in your background that you can explore to create your USP. So do it. And take some time with it. And again, CCA students, post it in the Facebook group, get some feedback from from your fellow students and and from our coaches. Okay, so you guys all have your assignments and of course You can always go back and listen to this to take notes and that kind of thing. But if you don't have your USP done yet, now is the time. Put some time on your schedule to start working on it. If you already have your USP this could be a good reminder to go back and take a look at it again. Sometimes our USPs change over time, or sometimes we think, oh, this was definitely what I want to focus on. And then you know, a year later, you think, ah, actually, I think maybe this element would be a little bit different to focus on. And eventually you may get to the point where you've been a copywriter like this girl, um, where you've been a copywriter for so many years that your USP does end up being part of the experience is from being a copywriter. Now You probably have a little bit of time before that happens. But my point is that your USP can and probably should evolve. So if you already have one written and you <laughs> you thought you were off the hook, sorry, but now is a great time to, to take a look at your USP and just evaluate it. Make sure that it's still doing the work for you that it needs to do. Okay, so you have your assignment get to work, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.